Welcome to the Shane Lanigans Podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gents, and welcome to this fortnight's instalment of the Shane Anigans Podcast Artist Edition, the podcast series where I interview artists who are not super well known, but should be. Today I am joined by Chicago-based bedroom pop slash indie artist Nick Wagon. Nick has a number of tracks, most notably Confusion and Head High. He recently released a track called Ladybug, which I think is a great track and you guys should check it out. After listening to the podcast, of course. Welcome, Nick Wagon, to the Shane Nanigans Podcast, Artist Edition. Okay, all right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Shane Anagans Podcast Artist Edition with Ishana Sumazura. My name is Ishana Sumazura, and today I am joined by bedroom pop artist, TikTok sensation, Nick Wagger. <laughs> What's up? All right, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, yeah, surviving, you know, COVID and. Um, covid <laughs> uh, yeah. all right so um let's just get right into it so as always we always start off with a um with a joke i mean nick wagon you've watched the podcast before. yes uh, yeah. you actually have as well um i'm not just saying that sarcastically <laughs> yes yes uh yeah guys i'm actually I'm, I'm getting places here so you know get on my level but anyway um yeah so let's just, just start reading the joke then a woman brought a very limp duck. That's duck, not anything else. A, a limp duck. What, what, <laughs> what, is, what is Dirk? A duck. Oh, duck. Sorry. <laughs> is, there, is there like a language barrier with the accent or something? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just gonna, that's gonna be embarrassing for me. <laughs> um, yeah, a very limp duck, like the quack quack kind of duck, got it, got into, it. Uh, into a veterinary into a veterinary surgeon um as she laid her pet on the table the vet pulled out his stethoscope and listened to the bird's chest after a minute or two vet shook his head and sadly said i'm sorry your duck called cuddles has passed away the distressed woman asked i'm sorry wailed she starts crying she's like are you sure yes i am sure your duck is dead replied the vet how can you be so sure she protested I mean, you haven't done any any testing on him or anything. He might just be in a coma or something. The vet rolls his eyes, turns around and leaves the room. He returns a few minutes later with a black Labrador retriever. As the duck's owner looked on in amazement, the dog stood on his hind legs, put his front paws on the examination table <laughs> and sniffed the duck from top to bottom. He then looked up at the vet with sad eyes and shook his head. I shouldn't be laughing at this. This is actually, <laughs> this is a sad story. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the vet patted the dog on the head, took it out of the room. A few minutes later, he returned with a cat. Cat jumps on the table, um, also delicately sniffed the bird from head to foot. Cat sat, on, sat back on its haunches, shook its head and meowed softly and strolled out of the room. Vet looked back at the woman and said, I'm sorry, but as I said, this is most definitely 100% certifiably a dead duck. The vet turned to his computer terminal, hit a few keys, produced a bill, which he handed to the woman. 
The dog's owner, still in shock, took the bill. $150, she cried. $150 just to tell me my duck is dead? The vet shrugged. I'm sorry, if you had just taken my word for it, the bill would have been $20. But with the lab report, the lab report and the CAT scan, it's now $150. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, no, nah, that, that was a dead joke. I'm not gonna lie. I literally, as always, found it on Reddit like 20 minutes that was before. Such a long setup. <laughs> <laughs> such, but it was a good joke though. Thanks, I that was good. Oh, I'll let the guy on Reddit know. <laughs> I, yeah, that was that was good. It gave me a good laugh, and we were laughing throughout it, so it was good. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into the questions then. For sure. So, uh, Nick, what's your favorite track that you've made, released or unreleased? Um, my favorite track so far probably is my most recent one, Ladybug. Just because um, I worked on that one with my friend Bailey, and uh, he did most of the guitar for that. And then um, it just ended up being a really cool track, and I really like the production on it. And I think it's just my, overall my best one so far. So, yeah, probably Ladybug. Yeah, it's a, I, I, I personally like Ladybug. Um, I had it in my notes somewhere. Which one of your tracks was my favorite? I should be doing better than this. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear what you were saying earlier, and I already embarrassed myself a little bit. So, <laughs> um, uh, I think it might have been Go Your Pretty or something like that. I think it might have been that one. That one was a good one. I liked the. I don't know, I get, um, I'm more impressed by lyrics, I guess. I mean, what's yeah. the, actually, I meant to ask, what's the meaning of the metaphor behind the ladybug thing? Is that, uh, does that have a specific meaning, or? Uh, it's kind of just like, uh, it's not really anything too deep, it's kind of just like, when I was writing it, in like, the perspective of like, or like, a guy talking about a girl, um, ladybug would just be like, kind of like a nickname that this person would be calling that girl. It's not really like too deep or anything. It's just kind of like I thought it was a, a cool idea for a song and just wanted to make it into something. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, would you say that you get um, inspired by like your real life experiences with girls then, or is it just like? Uh, I mean, I sometimes I will. Sorry if you can hear. I'm in Chicago. <laughs> like <laughs> there might be like. Uh, police or ambulances driving by but um yeah, no i guess it we had ice cream men in one of my most recent <laughs> most recent episodes actually that's kind of awesome though but um what was i saying what were we talking about you were talking about uh your experiences with girls in your songs oh, yeah um sometimes i'll pull experiences from like my real life but sometimes they're just like fabricated or like stuff that i will make up and like pretend it's kind of like a character or something like that because yeah that's kind of how i do that but i'm trying yeah. to like get away from only doing songs about like relationships because like that gets old after a while yeah yeah and i like, get what you that's mean <laughs> but like yeah, yeah after a while you can't just there's only only so many relationship songs you can write yeah i get what you mean like literally you'll see people some artists who i'm not going to name names but some artists who like seem to only get into relationships just for um inspiration for the songs and you know what some of them yeah. are actually these like okay do you know what? i am going to name names like some of the weekends early stuff right like with yeah. the trilogy and stuff like that that was that was some top-notch stuff you know 
some mm. it's like some proper haunted strip club music you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying but um <laughs> yeah but yeah uh okay let's move on to the next question then what's a song you wish that you had made anything by um the neighborhood probably my neighborhood. favorite band yeah have you heard of the neighborhood yeah yeah i love the neighborhood yeah uh yeah pretty much anything by them i love their music and like their new album super good definitely recommend checking it out but uh, yeah definitely the neighborhood they have this new song on their record or their new record called cherry flavored and like yeah. it's just super good it's crazy yeah yeah the neighborhood I've, I've always loved the neighbor well i have i've always loved the neighborhood maybe over the past two years i think um I'd probably say my favorite album, though, is the black and white one. You know, the one with the rap influences and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I love the rap. I think the rap influences on it. I think Warm or Two on that album. There's probably listeners on it who are listening right now who have no idea what we're talking about. But yeah, yeah, (laughs) listeners, you should you should go and go and check. Check that album out. after checking out Nick Wagon's music, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely check me out first. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, I mean, do you have a specific song by The Neighborhood that stands out to you, um, apart from Cherry Flavored, or is it, is it just that, really? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know which one would be my favorite of all time. I really like a lot of them off of Wiped Out. But, um, yeah, maybe, like, single or, like, beach off of that one because they kind of like also like are nostalgic for me because i listened to them a lot like back through like middle school and high school and whatnot and so like whenever i listen to those ones they're nostalgic and they're just good in general so yeah i get what you mean for me personally i I think maybe crybaby i think that was on wiped out um crybaby was a good one um daddy issues was another good one not speaking from experience but (laughs) but yeah um yeah Yeah. so i mean the neighborhood are probably one of the more popular um artists in you know this sort of cluster of genres i guess you know the same demographic who listen to the neighborhood probably like almost definitely listen to the bedroom pop genre actually what genre would you say you are um yeah, I would bedroom pop, like indie type stuff right now. Uh, I don't know how to describe it most of the time either, but yeah, bedroom pop is probably one of the easiest ways to go about it. Yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, it all just sounds like a warm hug, you know? I think that that should probably just be the way to describe it, just warm yeah. hug music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, but I was saying that The Neighborhood are probably the most popular artist in, like, the demographic that listens to them and bedroom pop and stuff like that. So, do you have anyone who you personally think that we need to look out for in the near future in terms of artists? (laughs) Have I got an artist that I know is going to blow up soon? I don't know if you've heard of him, but his name is Gene Dawson. And, um... Yeah, I think I've heard of him, actually. yeah. Yeah, he's... He's been blowing up a little bit recently, but he's definitely the next, like, big thing uh, in, like, this genre and, like, just, he's, like, breaking the barriers of this genre, though, like, he's kind of, I don't even know how to describe his music. It's it's crazy, though. You definitely have to check him out. He's yeah. got some really good stuff. And he's coming out with an album soonish called Pixel Bath that will be just insane. I just know it. 
Yo, that sounds pretty cool. What's his uh, what's his type of music like? Is it because Pixel Bath makes it sound you know like electronic and synth wavy and stuff like that? No, it's definitely it's kind of um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's like I don't know, kind of yeah. It's kind of like punk. There's like some punk influence, I'd say. Um, he just like does all kinds of stuff. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. You definitely have to like check him out. It's kind of a hard thing to describe, but like he's definitely um, doing it different than like most people right now. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I love new fresh artists who are, you know, who this sounds so pretentious, but haven't gone mainstream yet, if you know what I mean, because I don't know, it just feels like they're putting more of themselves into their music, if you get what I mean. Yeah, Yeah. he's definitely you. Yeah, you'd like that about him. Then he like is I think he's just around like 200,000 monthly listeners on like Spotify right now. Yeah. He's not like super big right now and he's just now starting to get traction so you should definitely check him out. Yeah, he's he's at this point he's probably too famous to get on the podcast I think but you know I'll I'll check him out. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I know that you've mentioned in the past right thinking not thinking that uni or college was the best option for you to take. So was there a particular moment, you know, in your life where you realized that this music thing was the path you wanted to take or did it all just slowly build up over time? Well, I have like a weird relationship. So like I'm I go to Columbia in Chicago right now, like I'm taking classes there for like music business and music production and whatnot. Yeah, Um, just because I feel like I'm more productive. I feel like if I were to just not do school at all and just focus on music that like it, I wouldn't be as effective in making music. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing, but um, school, I don't know. Like I went to a different university last year and then transferred to the city just so I could focus more on music. But um, yeah, I don't even know. It's just, it's a weird um, thing for me, but I'm, I'm taking classes right now and trying them out and um, keeping my options open uh with music and hopefully i'll my plan is to like do a single and probably like an ep project and then see where that takes me and then that lands me some you know like deals or whatever would help bring me to the next level or like i get a better team around me um i actually am now working with this my manager now who actually has been helping me out quite a bit like navigate just like the music industry i guess and because it's all super new to me and um but yeah i don't even know i feel like i'm just rambling no no it's actually really interesting yeah um i had something i was gonna say i've this has been happening recently i don't know why but i keep on losing my train of i don't know what i was gonna say um Hang on. What what did you say? You were talking about how you got a manager and how you were planning on um, releasing an EP. Yeah, I was going to say something about, um, you know, promoting it on TikTok and stuff because your stuff got really popular on TikTok, you know. Yeah, Um, I see. I see that quite often, you know, people will um, post like, hi, my name's so and so, so and so. Um, I do so and so and I've always loved music. And then, you know, and then they'll be like, if you like this track, 
this is my track you should go check it out on spotify you know and um you happen to be one of those people and your song actually got really popular based off of like a few of your tiktoks actually so i mean how was that for you you know okay did you you expect that kind of popularity or it's kind of a fun thing to talk about because it all just happened like at the beginning of september like it's all super new because like i started that tiktok account um and i just like was posting like indie type content and also like content about my music and then like one of them just happened to to like blow up and um since that happened i started posting videos like more about my music and then i started promoting a playlist on spotify and then i would just put my my music on that playlist and so that's yeah. like where a majority of those streams were coming from is because people would go want to listen to the playlist to like hear new indie music or whatever and then mine would be like the first one on the playlist so it was kind of really clever you know <laughs> tactics it, tactics it's like it's skyrocketed over like the past month and like tiktok has just been a crazy way to grow like my platform and i and i did merch for like like i did like official merch i had done it in the past but it wasn't like anything big or something but i did it recently and it almost sold out i think there's like two pieces of it left or something like that which crazy was crazy for me because this is like like i said this is all just very new to me but yeah TikTok definitely has it's got its moments i like i definitely it's just some of the content i post on there that i'm like and it's kind of i don't know i find some of it kind of cringy but like that's just kind of TikTok in general so yeah but like it, it works though, so that's the thing. I, I I don't really, and that's like there's a, a an audience for it. So like I don't mind doing some of the content that I do because it just helps traffic people to like my music and whatnot. So yeah. it's been interesting for sure. I mean, have you been? Has it gone to the point where you know you've been recognized um, just going about your daily business? Or I mean, um, not. Not so much uh, now, but like I've been, yeah, no, not like, not in public in Chicago or anything yet, but. um, (laughs) Yes, I like that. I like that mindset. (laughs) Hopefully in the future. But um, yeah, a couple of like bigger artists like Omar Apollo posted me on his like Instagram story, which, and then like Flaro followed me on TikTok and then but i like kind of find it embarrassing a little bit because like i post these like tiktoks that are like related to their like music and then like they see it and then it kind of seems like i'm just like a super fan so like it's kind of like got that like i don't know if that makes sense at all but like it's recognized by these artists but it's also like i want to be recognized for my music not the tiktok you know what i mean yeah yeah i get what you mean i mean like when you think about it loads of artists who you know we would look up to are massive super fans of other artists yeah. who you know you wouldn't expect like um have you seen that video of chance the rapper right he was like getting interviewed or something and then beyonce comes up from behind him and like hugs his shoulder or something and she's like hi and then he completely freaks out he's like yo that was beyonce that was beyonce yeah, yo. I- I gotta see that. I have not seen that video. Yeah, yeah. No, literally, I think if you just type in on YouTube, Chance the Rapper freaks out over Beyonce or something like that. It's, I mean, I'll probably post a clip here or something, maybe. I mean, if I have time for that, I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Drake, I'm also coming for your muscles. So, videos and muscles, I'm on your ass. Drake? (gasps) That happened. (laughs) 
this podcast yeah. thing is heavy, you know. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, um, yeah, no, nah, loads of people are massive super fans of other artists. I mean, Clairo, she's a fan of MF Doom and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, thinking yeah. about the, yeah. Sure. Um, okay, do you ever listen to your own music? Um, when I'm making it, I listen to it like a lot like in the car and um like when it's first so what i'll do is like uh, uh ladybug was like finished a lot like quite a while ago and i would just listen to it for like maybe a month or two and just yeah. see if i still liked it after that month or two and then if i still liked it then i was like okay then uh, it's time to like i can post this now yeah and then like occasionally if i'm in the car and i haven't like listened to my own music in a while then like yeah i like to put it on and just like see how the music i'm making now compares to the music i've made in the past but um mostly i just i like listening to other artists so i don't listen to myself too much but occasionally i like to because i mean like i made it so you know. <laughs> yeah no yeah, i get I, that I, I like it <laughs> yeah i get that i get that like um i mean do you not get impatient though waiting like i don't know a month to post something because for me personally like i mean i happen to dabble a little bit and when i finish making a track i'm like man i want to post this now i want to get this out there now just to, yeah yeah I, I don't know i get super excited about it you know and i'd be seeing artists on um on instagram and stuff like that who are like albums done comes out in like five months or something like what do you mean five months yeah <laughs> it's crazy it, and that's mostly because of how like distribution works like um trying to get on like spotify playlists and whatnot like if you announce something it takes or like from the moment you upload it through most dis like distribution sites it, uh you need to upload it like two to three weeks in advance in order to like pitch it to playlists that's if you're like doing it independently i don't know how it works if like you have like a team that talks directly to like the playlist editors but i think that's like a reason why it just takes a long time to like post music in general but um i definitely get impatient like when i was making ladybug i was like oh i want to get this out here like as soon as possible but then i like know i have to remind myself because head high took me so long to make like originally it was only half the length that it is now and then when i went to um school like last year i ended up adding so much like throughout the first semester and then just finishing that up throughout the second semester it just took a long time and it was it paid off in the end to like wait on it and see what else i could add but sometimes it's also good to just like not keep sitting on it and like just finish the tracks but it, it's tough i don't know yeah i'm still kind of new to all this so i might just be talking I don't even know. No, no, I get it. Everyone has their own um, their own process that they go through, you know. Everyone's slightly different in how they make the stuff. I mean, like, so do you focus on one track at a time or is it, um, do you have, like, multiple things? It's like a, a mind map. Do you have those in in the US, mind maps? Like, mind? brainstorms? Brainstorms, oh. you know the thing with a circle and then you go off from, yeah, yeah, yeah those things, yes. yeah. Yes. Um, I, from the way I've been doing it um, in the past is I've worked on one song and then I will only focus on that song and then once I finish and release that and then I'll work on another one. But now with, 
it going further and wanting to do like an EP, it's going to be a weird change for me because I'm going to have to work on, you know, four or five songs before releasing any of them. And yeah. it will just be really weird to like sit on all of those songs and wait to like release them. But I think it'll be interesting as well. So I don't know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know what's going on today, man. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel like I'm going to watch this podcast back and I'm going to be like, what am I talking about? <laughs> no, you've been making sense so far. I've literally just been going, yeah, every two seconds. But um... <laughs> good. This is my first like podcast like interview type experience. So it's... I'm I'm just like winging it, so I, hopefully it's going well. I don't even yeah. know. Nah, you're you're doing fine. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I'm the one who doesn't have an excuse. This is like my what twenty second episode now, twenty third. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know, but um, yeah, no, I think um, yeah. So when you're making the EP, you know, do you think it will just be mainly one certain theme on it, or? Will it have loads of different themes, loads of different sounds coming from different genres and stuff? What's uh, what's the theme going to be? Because there are, like, you know, your music, like, your four different singles that you've released do have some kind of variance, you know, between them. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I definitely don't want to have, like, one specific sound throughout, like, the four or five songs. Like, I want to have each one be different. Like, not super different from each other, but different enough to where it doesn't sound like the same track throughout the entire project. Yeah. But, um, in terms of, like, yeah, I might, this is kind of, like, uh, up in the air right now. I don't know if this will actually happen, but I'm I'm thinking of, like, continuing with, like, the ladybug type thing and then, like, doing some, like, a bug-centered, like, EP kind of, or, like, have that be the theme of it, which would be, like kind of cool like not like yeah. the song's content but like the the titles maybe and like the cover art and whatnot might be centered around something like that yeah no that's actually that's a really cool idea centering around the bug kind of thing that's i mean like did you just come up with that or have you been thinking about that for I've, a while I've been, I've been thinking about it because i'm i have this one demo right now called earworm which is kind of like it's kind of like Ladybug, honestly. It, it it has the same sort of feel. And then, like, once I thought of that, I was like, oh, maybe I could do an EP called, like, Bug Garden or something like that. And yeah. I think that would be super sick. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's a very indie thing to do, though. You're fitting into the genre <laughs> yeah. really well there. Yeah, I really uh, like... I like analyzing, like... Like, I analyze a lot of indie artists, and, like, I always am going through TikTok and looking at all those people and looking through all the indie artists and, like... I just analyze everything that they do and like post and so like I'm kind of like in that mentality now that like I know what things fit the genre and like the aesthetic and like yeah. stuff like that yeah that's pretty cool um okay so last question before we move into would you take the deal questions uh <laughs> I'll, I'll explain that in a minute uh when you visualize someone who listens to your music, what kind of person comes to mind? Whether it be male, female, uh, wearing an odd future shirt, wearing a Pulp Fiction shirt, whatever. What kind of person comes to mind? That's an interesting uh, question. Um, I mean, I have a song called "Girl, You're Pretty," so I, I <laughs> and um, so I can picture that. But like, I I hope like a lot of dudes like my music too. Like, I don't know, um, but like. 
picture I guess I, I guess I picture like the stereotypical like indie kids, you know, like Doc Martens and like stuff yeah, like yeah. that. That's that's kind of what I picture when I think of who would probably be listening to my music. What color do you reckon that LEDs are in that room? <laughs> uh, it said on the remote it says that it's yellow, but it's it kinda looks a little green to me. No, I mean in their room. In, oh, uh, in their I, room while listening to them. my room. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a good question. Um, probably, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like a probably like a blue or something like that. Dude, that's yeah. probably that's probably what they have in their room. Yeah, a lot of them tend to like center around the blue or purple. A lot of bedroom pop just centers around blue and purple, you know. Maybe a little bit of red here and there, but red LED- when when someone has red LEDs in their room, that usually means something else that we're not gonna go into right now. So, <laughs> but yeah, nah, usually blue or purple, I think. Yeah, um, I think that's the most popular one for sure. Yeah. Okay. That brings us to the end of the question segment. I'm only going to keep you for a little while longer because I know you want to go make music, want to go, you know, do your thing. Um, would you take the deal? So, would you take the deal, in case you were not aware of this um, type of question, I present you with a pitch. The only thing is that it has one drawback to this pitch. Now, this drawback could be small, could be big, could be medium could be high medium whatever it's um that's just how it works so my first would you take the deal question is um ten thousand dollars is deposited into your bank account every year but every time you hit your funny bone you defecate on yourself you poop your pants what's every time you hit your your funny bone yeah I can't remember the last time I hit my funny bone. I, you know, I'd probably take that deal, honestly. That sounds Whoa. like... <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I hit my funny bone. And if I did, you know, that would, that would suck. But I can't, I can't <laughs> remember the last time either, but I remember the worst, the worst um, time I hit it. I was in... Uh, uh, I, I can't remember what year I was in. This year, great. We have years in the UK. Yeah. Um, I feel like I need to translate it all the time. But yeah, we have years in the UK instead of grades. Um, I was probably like 14, 15 maybe. This guy took one of my books, like one of my school books, dashes across the classroom. So I go, I jump after him, and I smash my funny bone, right? I like, I slam dunk this funny bone off the edge of this desk. And let me tell you, it felt like Zeus himself came down from the skies just to strike me down in that spot. I swear, Nick, I'm not even joking, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> time just shrunk down into one one dimensional spot in in reality and that spot was pain that's all i'm gonna say but um yeah if i'd have if i'd have pooped my pants during that moment as well then it would have <laughs> that, that would have just added to the pain and that no one would have forgotten that <laughs> yeah that i mean that would have made it an even like more insane story though you know what i mean Man, I swear, like, like ten, 10 year high school reunion, people are gonna remember me as the guy who pooed himself when he hit his funny bone. Like, <laughs> there's no coming away from that, you know? <laughs> that's true, that's true. Maybe in that scenario, I probably wouldn't take it then. That <laughs> that sounds like it would uh, haunt me forever. Yeah, you know, I swear, man. But, um, yeah, no, I'm taking the deal. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it, though. Yeah, sure. after all that, I'm still taking the deal. Uh, okay. 
Next one. Your laughter cures diseases and heals wounds, including missing limbs, but you permanently look like a clown. Nah. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I mean, you, say, you'd still probably have your female following, though, I reckon. Probably. Some of know. them, anyway. <laughs> maybe, maybe if I became, like, the Joker, and then, um, like, Heath Ledger Joker, or, like, oh, yeah. the new Joaquin Phoenix Joker... Then uh, maybe then I'd keep the, that little bit of following. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I was I was actually gonna ask which Joker you were talking about, but I don't know. What about the um, uh, that one guy, Suicide uh, Squad Joker, Suicide Squad Joker. I mean, you could walk around with your shirt off all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd I don't know if I'd want to be Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. He, oh, man. I mean, what did you think of his Joker personally? I mean, I'm not one of those people that was like, oh, that was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But, like, it definitely does not compare to Heath Ledger or Joaquin Phoenix. Like, yeah, absolutely, like, yeah. I think just, it came down to the editing. I mean, look, I'm probably gonna raise some eyebrows here or shake some tables or something. I, I'm gonna shake the tables. I don't care. The acting nope. was alright. I think the acting was alright. It's just the editing and the way it was directed and stuff like that. It could... It, should have been yeah, way way the movie better. Was like not good in general. Yeah, so, like I, they kind of did him dirty a little bit. They didn't yeah. like give him a good chance. Yeah, exactly. And now my guy started a cult in the middle of the desert or something like that. I don't know if you heard about that, but he's he literally started a cult. Um, he's you know he's walking around like he's Jesus basically. I mean, he looks like Western depictions of Jesus himself though, like with the long hair and all of that. Uh, yeah. With those piercing blue eyes, he looks—he looks just like. Him. That's kind of true. I never thought about that before. Yeah. Okay. Next question: You become the greatest martial artist in the universe, but aliens and people from other dimensions arrive to challenge you to a fight. I mean, I probably—I might take that. That'd be kind of interesting. That'd be cool to be that talented at that. I mean, I guess, but... You like, know. would I win against these, these aliens? Well, like... I mean, you're the greatest martial artist in the universe, so probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you believe in aliens yourself? Uh, I mean, I... Yeah, I, I, there probably are aliens out there. I mean, I'd say I'd believe in them, yeah. Yeah. Some, some sort of life. There's got to be some sort of life somewhere out there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I swear, like, looking at the size of the universe and all of that... That there must be. Do you think they visited us, though? Do you think we've um, ever had any real experiences with them? Because there's loads of stories about people getting abducted by them. I use the air quotations, the bunny ears, when yeah. I say that. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, what do you think? I don't know if you saw. There was like this video going around TikTok not that long ago of like this apparent UFO somewhere in the U.S. I don't know if you saw that. But yeah, like, there was like, something that got declassified a while ago. I don't know if that's the same one. I probably saw it. There were like many different videos from de different angles that were like a UFO. But like I, I usually don't believe that stuff just because like it's so easy to fake that stuff nowadays. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I always <laughs> it's I, for some reason I'm picturing in my head that one Scooby Doo movie where the aliens come and like abduct them in the desert or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally see that happening. Like that, that might have happened sometime uh, in the past. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't. I can't 
that one that wasn't the one with the hex girls was it that was the no, other no that was that was the witch one yeah and, or oh yeah. no the one with the hex girls with the, was the one with the zombies wasn't it I forget, man. It's it's been a long. Time. <laughs> it's been a long time, yeah. I, think I, mean, I remember. I had it. I had it on VHS um, on yeah. video. Yeah. All I all I remember is the hex girls were piff. They were top notch. Let me tell you. Yes. Oh my days. That was my that was my awakening. Like <laughs> hex girls, Raven from Teen Titans, Velma. Yeah. Um. Oh, who else was? I I can't remember who else was there. That oh, one girl from Kim drama. Possible. Have you seen it? You know the one <laughs> from like Total Drama Island or whatever? I know the one you're on about, yeah. Oh yeah. my days, those hips, man. They don't lie, let me tell you. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, nah. Um, yeah, I'm going to fight the aliens. <laughs> Coming back yeah. to the question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm gonna fight the aliens. I mean, I probably wouldn't have the... It's like a John Wick kind of thing, you know? At the end of every John Wick movie... I'm just sat there thinking, how does this guy have the energy for this? Like, yeah. you know, he, he doesn't... Epic movies. I, the th what did you think of the third one? The third one wasn't for me. I'm not going to lie. There's only three of them, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember the third one. This The starting scene in the third one was awesome when he, like, throws the knives at them. Like, that was all good. But then the movie... Yeah, it got old. It got old. <laughs> it definitely did. Yeah, like, literally, <laughs> like... You can only watch some guy, Kevin McAllister, some way into killing someone only a few times. There's only yeah. so many times you can watch that happen. Yeah. And this was what, like two hours, maybe two and a half hours? I don't even know how long of just Keanu Reeves throwing knives, killing people with pencils, like getting nail clippers. And I, I don't know. It just it got it got old really quick. First one was the best one. Maybe the second one. I don't know. Third one wasn't it. It's yeah. I think when you first, like, when I, like, watched it for the first time, the first one was definitely the best. Yeah. Watching it fresh-minded. But, like, if I were to go back, I don't know which one would be my favorite. Yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. Um, yeah, nah, I, I'm gonna take the deal for that one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. We keep on, keep on getting, keep on digressing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I keep on getting distracted. No, um, it's good. It's good. <laughs> All right, so you have to relive the last 10 years of your life, but this time with an easy button. With an easy button? Yeah. So everything, you know, is... I mean, it's self-explanatory. Oh, I would totally do that. I mean, does that mean, like, I just... Yeah, I would get to be younger and go through life again and just have more time, and it would be easy. That that sounds like a perfect... There's no drawback to that. Exactly. Wait, how old are you now, by the way? Uh, I just turned 20 in September. How old okay. are you? Uh, I'm 19. I just turned 19 in June. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm absolutely going back to the age yeah. of nine. Do you know how many things I would have done differently? Do you yeah. know how I would, I would rule my school if yeah. I knew what I knew today back 10 years ago? Yeah. I would... There's so oh my days. I, I <laughs> this is the kind of thing that I think about before I go to sleep every night, you know. Yeah, oh man. Yeah, I would absolutely do that. I'd probably be famous by now, honestly. I'd probably be famous, I would be rich. I'd have invested in Bitcoin back then. I'd be I'd be set for life, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it would be perfect. Yeah, for real. Um Okay, actually, you know what? I was I was saving this question for a future interview actually, but that would you take the deal question 
it's made me realize that this would probably be a good time to ask this are you more driven by the past the present or the future when it comes to living your life that's a that's a good question good yeah. question um i mean i like to think of a that's hard i don't know i probably like a mix of like present and future um somewhat my past as in like because i know i've had this dream for a while and i like want to like fulfill that because i've just been doing it for so long yeah um, present just because this is what i like doing right now and i'm just totally addicted to like working and like seeing the numbers go up and like um and like every time i start getting like a little bit of exposure or like the numbers start going up that makes me want to like work even harder to like get them to keep going up and like not fall down or stuff like that so it's definitely motivating in that sense and then the future because i don't know what the future is going to be like but hopefully i end up okay <laughs> yeah exactly so i guess a mix of all three then yeah and I, it just depends on like which aspect, I guess. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, yeah, I mean the numbers thing. You know, falling off is scary. That's a scary oh, yeah. thing, honestly. Like my man six nine fell off in the space of what, like two months, maybe two months after coming yeah. back from prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Oh, my, Open like, yeah. No, nah, but he had. He was. It was coming though. It was on its way. It's, yeah coming for a while like um there's a whole list of things that i could say that he's done yeah um, oh but, yeah i mean yeah the listeners probably know i mean if you don't know who six nine is then where have you been yeah it's it's kind of impossible especially like two months ago or whenever he got out of prison that was just all all that was on the phone just yeah, exactly all right i don't know if i can curse on you no 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 it's chill don't worry it's chill yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's chill. I mean I mean we've had sailor mouth people on here before. Um yeah, it's chill. I mean, like my guy released pretty much OnlyFans content but for Nicki Minaj in the space of like three a three minute video on YouTube. My guy my guy my guy had how many viewers on an Instagram live? What, like three million, two million, oh, something like yeah, that. Something two or three million, something. Something ridiculous like that. that. Two or three million people watching an Instagram live. My guy had only verified people um, commenting on it because imagine if um, if those two or three million people were commenting, just like yeah. comments going uh, left, right, and center, you know, just for him to fall off after what two months afterwards. That's yeah. insane. It is crazy. Yeah, lockdown. I mean, he'll still be set up for life, but like he'll he'll be making money. But yeah. he's definitely not like the talk right now. The thing is, he's set up for life, right? But how long is his life gonna be? Because this yeah, guy, this true. guy, this guy sang like a canary in court, you know. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, man. But um, yeah. Let's not talk about six nine for that lot much longer. Yeah. He's not. He's not what I want to. What I want this podcast to be. This is. This is the Nick Wagon um, episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, um, the whole discussion about six nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's move on to the next question then. You get your dream life, and everything you've always wanted, but the world is simulated. So a simulated reality, and you can never leave. 
and I know it's simulated. Yeah. And I know nothing, like nothing is real. Yeah, so it's like um, that one episode of Rick and Morty. You know, do you ever watch Rick and Morty? You ever watch that? It's been a while since I've seen Rick and Morty. But there's, um, okay, but Rick ends up in a simulation. That's basically the premise of the episode. Okay, I, I have a question for this. Okay. Yeah. Would it be, so would it be exactly like the world right now, but I just know it's a simulation? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So people would still act like, like their own person. Like they wouldn't be like robots or some shit like that. Yeah. No, they they act like their own people. Yeah. I'd probably do it then. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, it could be a. I I don't know. Like you know, I I don't know. That's an that's a hard question. Like if it was exactly like the world now, I guess I might take it. But that's yeah. a tough question. What would you do? You know what? I'm gonna have to be different. I don't think I would take it because part of what's appealing to me about life is the challenge in, yeah. you know, the things you pursue. So okay, I don't know. True. I guess, I mean, live, like, have you ever seen the Truman Show? Li- the idea of living in that kind okay. of reality. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> After remembering the Truman Show, I definitely would not take that. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Like, I mean, you're going, you're literally going crazy and everyone around you acts like you are the crazy person, you know, yeah. except you actually know the truth and the people around you don't know the truth as opposed to in the Truman Show where the people around you actually do know the truth, you know? It's yeah. like, what would you do if you were in the Truman Show and the past 20 years of your life, your life, right, had just completely been fake. All of those interactions, all of those products you've been using were adverts for television. Like, all of the music you've been making, you know? Like, imagine imagine if all of that just happened to be fabricated and stuff. That and you be... getting famous was a plot point in this TV show that was your life. <laughs> Dude, that would be the, the worst thing. I that would be awful. Yeah, I need uh, to rewatch that movie because that movie's insane. Oh, I swear! Like, I've got to watch it again. That's that would just be awful. It would absolutely. I don't know if I'd ever be able to trust anyone ever again after that movie. <laughs> Probably not. No. Like literally, I'd be going to the shops. Right, someone would hold the door for me, and I'd have to look at them twice, just yeah. like <laughs> to see yeah. legit, you know. Yeah. Oh man, just to, I'd have to get a knife out just to like check if they're cake or something. <laughs> you know, remember that yeah. trend, the cake trend. Yeah, the cake trend. Oh my days, yeah. But um, yeah. Okay, so that was the last. Would you take the deal question? I have one more question before we round off this episode of the Shane Anagans podcast. Artist, artist edition with Ishana Sumazova. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have 10 seconds to speak to the entire population of the planet. What do you say? Wow. That is such a tough question to think about on the spot. Oh, man. I, uh, just used up your 10 pop- seconds, my guy. You just used up. <laughs> no, wait. Starting now. Starting now. <laughs> I would say uh, go check out Nick Wagon on every platform and uh, put, stream my music day and night so I can do that. That's what I would say to everyone. Actually, I might come off as a, I might come off as like narcissistic if I do that. <laughs> I don't know. That that's a tough question. Yeah. I don't know. 
might piss a lot of people off, but I'd probably just promote myself, honestly. Okay, there's nearly 8 billion people on the planet. If you promote yourself to those 8 billion, you're set. You are literally set. It's true. Know? Yeah. It's true. I, I'd probably go that route. Yeah. I'd definitely be promoting myself as well. Go listen to the Shane Anigans podcast. Go listen to my music. Go yeah. follow my Instagram. I'm trying to be on the cover of Vogue, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you have music on like Spotify and like, or like SoundCloud or? Yeah, I do. I have the music on both. Um, is it? But um, yeah. All right. So, listeners of the Shane Anigans podcast, thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate that. Nick Wagon. Thank you for appearing on the Shane Anigans podcast. Um, Thank you for having No problem. It's been a pleasure. This has actually been a really fun episode to record. We've gone over time again. We've gone over time, but you know what? I enjoyed it. Nick, um, you'll probably say you enjoyed it. I don't know if you actually enjoyed it. <laughs> it was good. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, listeners, thank you for listening to Shane Anigans podcast. Stay Shane amazing, and I will see you all next time.